Astros postseason tickets go on sale this Friday. Limited number of single-game tickets for the opening round of the Astros playoffs at Minute Maid Park go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. Tickets available online and by phone, 1-877-9-ASTROS. The website, astros.com slash postseason, 9 a.m. on Friday. 1-877-9-ASTROS. This is another Astros podcast. As the Astros clinching a division title and winning a division for the eighth time in club history. Let's go down now to Steve Sparks, who is in the Astros clubhouse. All right, just a tiny set, a scene setter, Robert. Got some music coming down. A.J. Hinch is going to address the team. It's going to be short and sweet. He's been a little bit ill the last couple of days. So he said this is going to be sweet and short and no cursing. One second, they're going to bring this music down. They may have to censor this momentarily. We're going to play this pretty straight. I don't want to turn into Frank the Tank. All right. They're not popping bottles yet. AJ wants everybody to come in a little closer, so Sparky's gonna act like he's part of the team as we inch forward. Okay, this is, this is everybody saying, Altuve saying, don't say certain words. And here's AJ Hinch. Microphones pointed toward him. In three, two, one. They're popping bottles! Shake and spray. Sparky feels it! What? Oh, it's getting loud! Joe Espada, he was doing this with the Yankees last year. He can't pop his bottle. He was the bench coach for the Yankees last year. They didn't do it too often. What? Oh, he finally got it off. All right. That's it for the scene set for just a moment. I'll throw it back to you, Robert. Stay dry. Thank you, Steve. Well, we know Steve is not staying dry. And we'll have to find out if he wound up wearing the goggles. Uh, there was some talk that maybe he'd wear goggles this time. You, you see a lot of the players with those to, to protect their eyes from the, from the alcohol, from the champagne, and burning their eyes. Uh, you know, I got, of course, we have the monitor here in our booth, so we can, I can see what's going on down in the Astros clubhouse. One thing I've noticed is uh, Josh Reddick, he um, is fully clothed, let's start there, and not wearing the American flag Speedo, at least not yet. So do not see the American flag Speedo from Josh Reddick, which he started wearing in, in celebrations, clubhouse celebrations, going back to his time uh, with the Oakland A's, uh, but not wearing that American flag Speedo right now. Maybe it's because we're in Canada. I don't know, uh, but we may have to have Steve get to the bottom of that uh, and, and find out why Reddick is attired in the, in the fashion that he is. As let's go back down to Steve Sparks in the Astros clubhouse with one of the relievers. Joe Smith just denied me conversation, if that's his real name. <laughs> Joe said he's working on a knuckleball. He's going to come out. Joe, I, I want to ask you one question real quick. You've made seven appearances in the playoffs, and I looked this up just the other day. One hit ever in the playoffs. What's the secret? 
It's fun, man. I mean, I don't know. It's just... You gear it up, you gear it up focus-wise, intensity? Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, you know, moving forward. Uh, it's going to be a tough roster to crack. I mean, we got, like, about 32 guys vying for 25 spots. It's one of the best teams, if not the best team I've ever been a part of. And, man, the best we look forward to, playing in October. Like, that's what we all dream about as kids. And it's unbelievable to go back there, and we'll see what happens. Joe, we talk about this team leading the league in ERA starting-wise and relief-wise, and you say this is one of the best teams you've ever be, been on. They're explosive offensively. There doesn't seem to be any weaknesses. It doesn't look that way. <laughs> I think at the beginning of the year, I thought I was going to get about 40 appearances with the way our starting staff is, and I was going to be healthy, but uh, these guys are unbelievable, man. It's a fun group to be a part of. It's been an unbelievable year. And, you know, when we had a couple injuries, the guys that came up and filled in, I mean, we're going to see some of those guys on our postseason roster just because of how, how good these guys are. And, and it's going to be a tough series against Cleveland, but, you know, I know they wanted to play. We went, When I was in Cleveland last year, we wanted to play Houston. And I know these guys here, we, we're, ready, we're ready to play them this year. And you're going to see a lot of great pitching in that first series versus us two. There might be some pressure with you, Joe, in particular. And the reason I say that is you were one of the first acquisitions in the offseason because of your ability to get righties out. And when the Yankees got Stanton, the Astros got Joe Smith. You ready for it? Yeah, let's go, man. That's when it gets fun. He's ready. Thanks, Joe. Back to you, Robert. All right. Thank you, Steve. And Joe Smith, as he mentioned there, pitched for the Indians last year. Actually started last season with the Blue Jays, traded to the Indians before the deadline, and he appeared uh, in four of the division series games that the Cleveland Indians played last year against the Yankees. You may remember the Indians, they had a two games to none lead over the Yankees in the division series last year, but then the Yankees stormed back and won all or the, the final three games. And Joe Smith appeared in four of the five games of that division series last year against the Yankees, did not allow a run in two and a third innings, used mostly as a, as a matchup righty. And that's the role that if Smith is on the postseason roster this year, he'll probably be asked to fill again and has certainly done it successfully. So Joe Smith uh, could be a big part of that bullpen. And, of course, he was on the Indians postseason roster after being left off the uh, Cubs postseason roster in 2016. Let's go back down to Steve Sparks in the clubhouse. I got Gary Pettis, third base coach for the Astros, and he's icing his right shoulder. He wants to be ready for the playoffs because he's got a windmill. You send everybody, Gary. Well, when we have an opportunity to score runs, I try to. So hopefully uh, this is the start of something that uh, will continue, and uh, we're looking forward to playing again. Gary, it's not haphazard when you send guys. You do a lot of research, a lot of studying about the opposing Outfielders, you know when to send guys. You know the speed of your guys. How much before a series do you have to spend on that detail? Well, I mean, I, I do it just before every series, and sometimes I have to go back and look at it, uh, especially if we have four, a four-game series. But, yeah, I do. I study them. I watch their throws. I watch how they uh, come in and get balls, which way they throw it best. Do they throw better going side to side or straight in? And everybody has different tendencies. Some guys are better certain ways than others, and... Being a former outfielder, I know the difficulty in making a lot of the plays that come up, so I think I have a slight advantage over most guys. Last thing, Gary. This is Gary Pettis, third base coach for the Astros. You won the World Series last year on paper, and given the eye test, this team looks even better equipped to go heading into the postseason, but everybody else in the American League 
is better too. What do you think? Well, I, I, you know, there's an old saying, and it's like the best team doesn't always win. It's the team that plays the best. And so it doesn't matter who has the best team. It's the team that plays the best. And I just hope that we're up for the challenge. Very good. That's Gary Pettis, third base coach. Thanks, Gary. All right. Thank you. Back with you, Robert. All right. Thanks, Steve. And uh, Gary Pettis, certainly a, a big part of what this team has been able to do this year and what they were able to do to last year. You know, Gary Pettis has been in baseball a long time, more than 30 years as a player and a, and a coach as well. And uh, Gary Pettis getting his first World Series ring last year. Steve Sparks down with a, uh, one of the Astros outfielders now. Last year, Jake Marisnik had a cast on his right thumb the size of Robert Ford's thigh. This year, he's ready for action. Are you excited? I'm pumped up. I'm, like you said, I missed it last year, so I'm looking forward to, to run around a little bit this, this postseason. Take off your goggles for just one second so I can describe your hair to everybody on the radio. Oh, my gosh. He just shook his hair, and it looked like slow motion. What? <laughs> that is, how do you do that? Is that pert? What do you use? Uh, a little bit of gel, a little bit of water every once in a while, keep it wet. When your hat comes up, guys, here's the flip for the slow-mo, all that good stuff. <laughs> all right, this is great music. You guys are headed for the postseason once again, Jake, and you're going to be a huge part of this. I couldn't be more happy for you. Hey, step one, win the West. Now we got to go take care of the Indians and move on. There you go, Jake. Take care, man. Good luck. Yep, thank you. Back to you, Robert. All right, Jake Marisnik. Yeah, had his thumb in the cast. There was a thought that maybe he'd be available for the World Series, uh, but was in a position where he wasn't going to be able to hit and uh, but but was not on the postseason roster last year. Let's go back down to the clubhouse. Well, talking about tasty hair, we just talked to Jake Marisnik, and another, another man of the hair club is Garrett Cole, the beast that the Astros acquired in the offseason in a trade. Garrett, how rewarding has this season been all throughout the season, being able to be a part of this unbelievable rotation? Yeah, I mean, it, it's been a thrill since the beginning, since January, when uh, when I found out I was traded here. And, you know, I just tried to just tried to pitch my rear end off and uh, get us in this position and hopefully be able to repeat. And you envision this team going back to the postseason, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is what you play for. This is what you prepare for. And, you know, you just want to share this moment with with your teammates and, and with the fans when you get back home and hopefully, you know, keep on moving forward. What about all the punch-outs this year? Career high in strikeouts for you, Garrett. When you came into this season, you learned some things that you knew you had in you. What was it that unleashed all those punch-outs? I mean... You know, it's just a great environment to, uh, from, from the preparation from my teammates, being the catchers and the defense giving me confidence to attack the strike zone. The four-seam fastball uh, has been a pitch that, that I haven't used predominantly throughout my career, and this was the first year that I really used it. Um, you know, having Justin Dallas, Lance, Charlie, these guys help me adjust to the new type of system and, and what the four-seam will do, um, you know. It's a, it's a really, it's a collective effort, and, uh, you know, I benefited from it, so I feel very fortunate. And I saw you talking to Josh James in the dugout today, and I couldn't help but think that how great that is for a young pitcher like Josh, similar to you in style, at least, at this stage of his career. But how cool have been have all those conversations been between all of you pitchers? I mean, <laughs> I, I just alluded to it in the last question. I mean, these guys have been 
so helpful in, in, in helping me prepare and helping me craft my repertoire. And I mean, I think Josh has unbelievable stuff, great makeup. And for him to have an opportunity to come up here and soak some stuff up from some of these guys, it's the same opportunity that I have. So I'm thrilled for him. What a great guy. Garrett, you're a great guy too. Thanks for uh, taking some time. And let's go kick some Indians rear end. Let's do it, Sparky. Can I get my bottle back? Thank you. What? He outed me! What was that? I don't like Garrett Cole. Back to you, Robert. Thank you, Steve. And, uh, you know, let's make sure we uh, let the players hold on to their champagne bottles, please. Let's not take any players' champagne bottles. Steve Sparks downstairs with maybe the Astros team MVP this year. Maybe the team MVP for the Astros. Are you kidding me? It's not a question! Alex Bregman, dude. How'd that feel? Sitting on the bench, huddling up with Jose Altuve for the, during the duration of that ball game for the first time since June 13th. Not fun. I don't like being on the bench. I, I like playing, and uh, but you know, it was a. Uh, it's it's been a, it's been a good uh, good year, and we got to keep it rolling and go back to back. Alex, one of the things we love about you is your confidence, the way you're able to back it up. But also, this is just one step in what you feel like is going to be many once again this year, isn't it? Oh, what, 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 did, uh, what did LeBron say when he went to uh, Miami and said, not one, not two, not three, <laughs> not four. No, we're going to have fun. Straight shots and popping bottles, Alex Bregman. <laughs> there we go. Back to you, Robert. All right, Steve. Hopefully he didn't take Bregman's bottle there as the Astros clinching the AL West last night. They do lose to the Blue Jays today, 3-1. to one, But the Astros also 100 wins on the season, 158 their record now, as they will be playing Cleveland in the ALDS, which begins next Friday, October 5th at Minute Maid Park, games 1 and 2 in Houston. Saturday, October 6th will be game 2. Uh, then followed an off day on the Sunday the 7th before going to Cleveland uh, for Game 3, which would be uh, Monday the 8th, and Game 4, if necessary, would be Tuesday, October 9th, and, of course, Game 5, if necessary, would be back in Houston on the 11th of October. So the Astros gearing up for postseason play, and nothing can change at this point in terms of who the Astros play. They can't move up. They can't move down. They're locked in on the Cleveland Indians as the American League uh, playoff picture is all but decided at this point. The only question is whether the Yankees or the A's will be hosting the wild card game, and the Yankees are leading for that. As Steve Sparks is joined by, by one of our favorites down in the clubhouse. Yeah, this is one of our favorites. It's Josh Reddick, and he's got pants on. What is up? One-year deal. We had to get rid of it, so we'll find out something new once we win it all this year. Uh, I thought the Speedos had some tenure, though. You had to break those out again, didn't you? Uh, they're on the shelf at home looking good by the World Series stuff, so i got to keep that on the shelf for a long time and uh, come up with a new gimmick. The thong is in timeout. Is that what you're telling me? Speedo, would you quit calling it Speedos. a thong? It's not a thong. Gonna have I can't. A thong. He keeps correcting me on what those actually were, but at least I can look at your entire body this year and not, not offend you. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like about this team? I mean, this team, you came over here and you said this is one of the most talented teams I've ever been on. But you guys just go out there and back it up. <laughs> we're a better team than last year. I mean, you look around and look at what we're doing now. We've got, you know, a much better staff. Our, our bullpen stands strong and our lineup just keeps doing things that we couldn't believe last year. So great time for a great another really good push for us and we just got to keep it up. I got to ask you this. You guys are better, but so is everybody else. you agree with that? 
100 percent everybody gets better that's how this game is made of adjustments and you know everybody makes moves for a certain reason and we seem to be that team that everybody wants to come after and get so you get to see big trades every year to counteract other trades other teams make but that's what this game's about it's about adjustments year to year to be able to beat that other team i like the smell of your snogie it tastes delicious thanks josh yep, no problem back to you robert all right josh reddick putting the the American flag speedo in timeout makes sense, has it with all the, the World Series stuff that he got last year. So uh, we'll come up with something new, he says, if the Astros do again win the World Series. Certainly look forward to seeing that from Josh Reddick as the Astros celebrating their second consecutive American League West title. First time Astros have won back-to-back -back division titles since winning three consecutive National League Central titles, 1997, 1998, and 1999 as we're joined now by one of the Astros catchers. Hey, we're listening to the eight track of Brian McCann from his prom in 1984. Uh, this is sweet music, Brian. Where did you get this? This is on my iPad. This is on your iPad? What is that? On iTunes, whole skit. This is on your Walkman. What are you talking about? All of it. Walkman, iTunes, I, iCloud, I, whatever it is now. How about you turning on the pitch on the inner third? on Friday night and going upper tanker! Hips were loose. Hips were loose last night. Hips were loose. That was good. This is such a special time to be a Houston Astro. And can't take it for granted where we're at right now in time. Being a fan, being a, being a player. Uh, top to bottom. This doesn't come around. I know you guys have talked about it. I just talked to Reddick about it. You guys are better, but so is everybody else. Cleveland's better. Boston's better. New York are arguably better. Oakland's way better. How are you guys going to run through this gamut? We're going to ride some horses at the top of the rotation. They are some horses. Horses. We're going to ride a bullpen that's number one in baseball. We're going to ride the best lineup in baseball. We like our chances. Whenever you're a catcher and you have guys that can get guys out with three pitches, how easy is that for you to call a sign? Yeah, I mean, because if they have two of them going, you know they're going deep in the game. So they have, if they have all three, it's game, set, match. So it's uh, they, they can go, they can attack your weakness at any point. Back to a man everybody talks about. You're one of the favorite guys they've ever played with. And you're a big part of the reason why this team has succeeded so much in the last two years. Thanks for catching up and keep it going, brother. Hey, I appreciate it. You, th th this has been the two best years of my, of my career. There you go, Brian McCann, back to you guys. And that's certainly saying a lot. Thanks, Steve. Brian McCann saying best two years of his career this year and last year. And good to have Brian McCann back. Of course, had the knee surgery in July, wound up missing a couple of months and coming back in September. Steve Sparks joined by one of the members of the Astros bullpen. Not just a member of the bullpen, but somebody that's been dealing, and it's Will Harris. Cut fastball, 12-6 hammer, and Will Harris, the best golfer on this team. Are you better than Verlander golfing? Man, I, I won't make that claim yet, but my goal is that- Have you golf with him? I have. We're, it, it, it's gone back and forth, but he's, he's better than I am. He, if he practiced, he's better than me. Are you better than me? Yes. <laughs> what? He didn't say that. All right, Will, you guys are gearing up for the Cleveland Indians. And we keep talking about everybody in this American League playoffs this year is getting better. You guys have your work cut out for you, but you know what it takes to get to the end. What does it take for you to be at your peak? 
Yeah, I mean, just we got to prepare like we prepared all year. You know, we didn't win 100 games by accident. Uh, you know, winning our division this year was uh, heads and shoulders better than it was last year. And uh, so I think that we've we've played better teams and better comp competition this year than we did last year, which I think has prepared us better. We have a lot of veterans, a lot of guys that have been through this the last few years. So uh, it's all in front of us, you know, just go out there and play ball. You're talking about being prepared for a game. And I think that's what you guys learned more than anything else is what you know that what you did to prepare worked last year. So you just do the same thing again, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, show up every day and try and have an edge over the other team. Prepare yourself as well as you can for who you're going to play that day. Try and find an edge. Try and find some type of game plan that if you stick to, we're going to come out successful that night. And so that's, that, that's the plan. It's been the plan for the last uh, four years that I've been here. What's the difference between a regular season game? Say you were in the bullpen here in Toronto tonight. You get to the bullpen. Uh, you guys go to Cleveland for game three. What's the difference in the mood in the clubhouse? Is it different? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't really think so, to be honest with you. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty standard, you know. There's may, may, maybe a heightened yeah. level of focus or something like that, but, uh, you know, the games are just magnified now. You know, it's like, you know, you, you, you're just trying to not make any mistakes. There's no room for mistakes uh, when, you, when you're playing the best teams in, uh, in the big leagues and facing the best hitters. You just got to be on your game. All right, Will, you've been on your game for a long time now. Keep it going, bro. Thanks, man. Back to you guys. All right, thanks, Steve. Good to hear from Will Harris, and he's one of those guys who's, you know, his performance lately probably putting him in, in, in stronger stead as far as making the, the postseason roster. There are going to be some pretty good relievers that aren't going to be on the Astros Division Series roster. Of course, you can always make changes from round to round should the Astros advance past the Division Series. But that's the depth of this bullpen, and you know, it's been an outstanding bullpen. Came into today with an ERA of 3.02 out of the bullpen. That's the best in the major leagues, and they've been at or near the top of the major leagues in bullpen ERA pretty much the entire season. And that's certainly no accident. The bullpen got better with the additions of Ryan Presley from the Twins and, of course, Roberto Osuna coming over from Toronto, just giving the Astros that much more depth. You know, Hector Rondon has been really good all year, had a bounce-back year after a rough season with the Cubs last year, had a little bump in the road uh, in September. Astros feel like, though, they, they've gotten him back where he needs to be. And speaking of that Astros bullpen, let's hear from a, another key member of that bullpen. Yeah, speaking of that Astros bullpen, we got one of the nastiest pitchers we've seen in a long time. Ryan, you make it look so easy. You come in with the bases juice yesterday. Two outs, Justin Smoke, arguably, arguably the best hitter on the Blue Jays. Strike one, smell me. Strike two, taste me. Strike three, smell you later. Just three breaking balls, it's that easy, right? No, not with him. Um, you know, he's a, he's a pretty intimidating hitter. He's a real good hitter. Uh, you got to have a pretty good game plan. And, you know, trusting uh, Maldi back there and all our catchers and all the guys behind us, you know, you can't go wrong. And, they, you know, these guys, they give you the confidence to be up there and be able to throw the pitch that you want to throw. When they were waiting for you to come out of the bullpen yesterday, A.J. Hinch told me today that he was joking with Martin Maldonado, the catcher. And Maldonado said, you think we ought to lead Smoke off with a breaking ball? He said, yeah, I think we ought to lead off with a breaking ball, second strike, breaking ball, third strike, breaking ball. They've got a lot of confidence in you. Do you feel pressure in that type of situation? Or, hey, man, this is fun. We're competing. No, I mean, it's it's fun out there, you know. Like, we, we just want to go out there and just get the job done, you know. It's the next guy up mentality. And, you know, being in that kind of situation right there, you want to be in that situation as a reliever, um, you know. 
get out of there. It gives your te uh, teammates confidence, and it could swing the game possibly too. So, um, you know, going out there in that kind of situation, I enjoy being in that spot. How hyped are you for the going to the playoffs for the first time? A second time. You guys went with Minnesota last year. Second time, but this this is definitely a first. You know, going to ALDS. You know, I've, I've never been this far, but you know, this team is, is something special. You know, and I think the fans and everybody around the league can see that. So, it's 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 going to be a fun postseason. All right, that's Ryan Presley. He's a Texas boy. We're going to put a saddle on him. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right, Ryan Presley from Argyle, Texas, up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but has certainly found a home in Houston uh, with the job that he has done out of the Astros bullpen since coming over and, of course, was pitching very well with the Minnesota Twins, leading the American League in appearances. And we're joined by someone who just joined the bullpen and pitched today. Yeah, he just joined the bullpen, and he dealt. So you're throwing out there the nasty breaking balls. You haven't pitched in a big league game since August 4th. I would imagine it felt a little bit jittery. I'm just guessing, Lance. But I wouldn't feel as jittery when I had your stuff. How'd you feel? I felt good, man. I, I, I've been on, I've been a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit depressed ever since I've been. But I've you've been, been anxious. Yeah, I've been anxious to pitch, and I've been. Been ready, to, ready to go. I, I feel like it's been been a long time, but uh, you know the the coaching staff and the front office and the the uh, training staff felt like you know pushing me back and giving me the best opportunity to um, recover and rehab the correct way was going to lead me to be able to be successful. So I was glad that I was able to kind of come out and, and and throw well today. I was laughing about some of the stories I would hear about you sitting in the dugout. You wanted to be a good teammate or participate in some way. And you were running in the clubhouse getting guys drinks, bananas, whatever you had to do. That, that, but that's all you could do. Yeah, you feel, you feel useless when you're in the DL, you know what I mean? You feel like you're here soaking up airspace. So uh, for me, it was like uh, I just wanted to try to help the guys. So, you know, Maldi, you run, get some bananas, get some coffee or some water, Powerade, whatever it was. So, uh, you know, I, I'm just glad I'm back, man. I feel like I can I can help the team in whatever role they want me in. I do feel really good. I feel healthy. Um, so I'm just I'm ready for whatever role that, that they need me to provide, uh, you know, for the postseason. Hey, next time, and God forbid, I hope you're not ever on the DL again. But next time, I like coconut oil in my coffee, so you can come up to the press box and bring me a coffee. Is that cool? No, no, I stay down in the dugout. I gotta be on the field. Okay, on the field. All right, that's Lance McCullers. Good job today, bro. All right, here's AJ Hinch. Got A.J. Hinch here with me, who's created a culture who's brought more than 200 wins to the Astros in the last two years. How good does this feel, A.J.? I'm so proud of these guys, you know, and they, they buy in, uh, they compete their tail off. Obviously, we win a lot of games, but we're talented, but, but it's more fun than talent. And, and I think I think for us to, to be able to experience what we did last year and be as hungry as we are this year, hat tip to the players and what they're all about. How hard is it to manage in the dugout when you sound like Lucille Ball in her last days? <laughs> well, probably as hard it was, as it was to manage you. It's like I would, have had a, I would have had a heart attack having to manage you and all the mess you brought to a game. All right, man. Hey, you guys, we talked about this with a couple of different players. You guys are better, but everybody else is better too. How do you prepare to get ready for a lot of good competition coming up? Well, I think we just have to be ourselves, you know. Everybody's chasing us. I know that, I know the Red Sox have more wins than us, but in reality, they gotta come through Houston to beat us. And I, and I think I think for us, we understand what when we're at our best, we can beat anybody. And we have we have weapons, we have players, we have pitching, we play defense, we can hit. Uh, we're a tough team to beat, especially in any sort of series. Three game series, five game series, seven game series. Um, I like our 
chances. Hey, can you repeat these lyrics of Nicki Minaj right now? No, but I, 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 your daughters can. My daughters probably can, but my players can, but uh, me, no, not so much. AJ, congratulations. I'm very happy for you, and great job. All right, it's AJ Hinch. Back to you, Robert. All right, thank you, Steve. As the uh, postgame celebration continues here in Toronto, Astros losing to the Blue Jays tonight 3-1. to one. However, they clinched AOS championship yesterday, and here's a guy who's been a, a big key to that with what he's been able to do lately. Yeah, Josh James has been a big key to what the Astros have been able to do. So Josh has been able to step in, give some guys some rest, but not only give guys rest, but go out there and dominate. Josh, what does this feel like? Because I would imagine this time last year, you were watching this team do some celebrating. This year, you're able to participate. What's that like? It's amazing to, to be a part of a, an organization and a club like this with these with this group of guys. I mean, it's you remember watching these guys last year do it? Yeah, I remember watching the the watching this exact same thing. So to be here is it's a great feeling, you know. A couple of years ago, you were throwing 91, 93 miles per hour, topping out. When you go out there, I would imagine you look at the ribbon scoreboard and you see that you're throwing 98, 99, 100 miles per hour. What is that? What is that like when you're able to see that and you're not doing it with max effort? Um, now I'm used to it. Um, maybe my first time seeing 90, 97, 98 was uh, it was a surreal feeling. But now I'm just used to it. I know what I can do. I know what my body can do. So I just I go out and just throw. If you get a chance to be on this playoff roster, do you think there will be any different feelings for you to be able to come into a game in big situations like that? Um, yeah, there's definitely going to be some emotion just because the energy is going to be a lot higher. Um, the energy in the playoffs is unbelievable. I mean, I've only heard stories. I never got to experience uh, a game four, a game five, and minute made when the crowd's going nuts. So there's going to be a little added um, adrenaline, but I, I, I'm prepared. I'm mentally prepared for that. And I know you're mentally prepared. I see you do the thing. You look at the, the right field foul pole. You try to reset. You reboot. But you get yourself in a situation where you can lower the heart rate and be at your best. Yeah, that's exactly what it's, that, that's what it's about is just slowing the game down because the game, especially up here, can speed up on you real quick. So um, I just did a lot of work on trying to slow it down. So. All right, Josh. It's been a, a thrill to watch you uh, take control of things here in September. Best of luck in the postseason, and thanks for catching up. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Steve Sparks partying hard down there in the Astros clubhouse celebrating second consecutive American League West title. Certainly a lot tougher road this year with how much better the A's have gotten. The Mariners certainly are a formidable foe this year as well. A lot of people thought the Angels would be right there uh, with, the, with the Mariners. Just did not work out that way for the Angels. But last year, the Astros won the division. They did not have a division lead that wasn't double digits after May 28th. This year, it was a much more of a battle. And going to the, the final week of the season before the Astros able to clinch the division, able to do that last night with their win and the A's loss. Let's go back down to the Astros clubhouse. All right, I got a perfect combination of a couple of guys that are big parts of this Astros success postseason run. And they're going to be on this postseason roster for the Astros. And I'm talking about Tony Kemp and Tyler White, who were kind of on the outside looking in last year. So you guys got a taste. And Tony, I'll ask you first, how much different is this for you personally? Yeah, it feels great. I mean, 
you know, like I said earlier, me and me and Tyler White were really grinding in AAA, and uh, you know, we had to have a healthy competition between each other to see who was better. And I said, you know, we need to ha get something out of ourselves if we're gonna, you know, be able to make it back to the big leagues. And we competed each day with each other, and you know, we're here, and we're they're just happy to be a small part of a big team like this. So that was at the end of spring training, Tyler. When you guys got the bad news that you weren't going to make the opening day roster for the Astros, and you and Tony decided to do what to make yourselves better? Just compete every day. Just go out and compete against each other, compete against the opposing teams, and uh, co uh, compete against the like the past, like what we've done in the past. It doesn't even matter. It's just do better, do better, and get better. And I think that's what we did, and that's why uh, that's why we're both up here and both uh, have contributed lately. You know why you guys are up here, and I've spent a lot of time in AAA? because a lot of guys go back down with bad attitudes and they never get back up to the big leagues. So it's a credit to you guys both that you're going to be big members of this team going into the postseason and making Houston history. Tell me about Houston. And I asked Tyler about this on a pregame interview a couple of days ago. But, Tony, tell me about Houston and what it means to you and how you know this Astros team has affected them. Well, every time I think about Houston, I always think about Harvey. And I think about last year and, you know, what this team went through to, uh, you know, come around each other for the community. And I think people were playing baseball more than themselves. And I think that's why this sport's amazing because you can – you can look at each other and you can say, you know, this is not even about us. This is about people who've lost their homes. This is about people who, this is all they have. Like, they wanted to grab onto us and, you know, bringing a World Series to a city like that is unbelievable. And uh, hopefully we can keep going and uh, get back to the World Series. And you guys get a chance to participate. Tyler, last thing, um, it's going to be fun, but it's also going to be something you haven't experienced as, as far as being a part of the reason why the Astros keep going forward. Are you excited for it? You a little bit nervous for it? It's okay to be nervous, right? Yeah, I mean, it's always there's always a little nerves, but I think it's more excitement. It's uh, it's uh, anxious. I think you wanna you wanna get out there and play, and that's uh, it was fun being there last year and getting to watch and uh, being a part of it. But it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's been awesome this year. I mean, these guys. I think that's you have to look at the guys who were there last year and who were who were out there doing the thing and and uh, just kind of uh, hop on and, and do do what they do and go out there and play your game. All right, that's Tony Kemp and Tyler White. Astros have a big-time future because of guys like you. Thanks for catching up, guys. I love you. I love you, Sparky. What? <laughs> I love you, Sparky. I love Sparkin you. Sparkin ain't easy. Sparkin ain't easy, but I love him. All right, back to you guys. Sparkin definitely ain't easy, but Steve Sparks able to maintain regardless in the Astros clubhouse celebrating the Astros' second consecutive American League West championship as the Astros Losing to the Blue Jays today, but beat the Blue Jays yesterday, combined with the A's losing in Seattle late last night. And the Astros are champions. And we're going to go down to the clubhouse one final time as Steve Sparks is going to go like uh, Jerry Springer with a final thought. What is Jerry Springer? I've never – is that George's brother? <laughs> I'm going to say this. It's a little bit toned down in here tonight. And it's for good reason. And you know when teams have been there and act like you've been there, that type of mentality? That's what this team feels like right now. They're having a good time. They certainly love each other. They celebrated a little bit last night, but they wanted to make sure they did this in proper fashion. But they want to do it three more times. They want to do it in the division series. They want to do it in the championship series. And they also want to do it in the World Series. But they've been there. They've kind of done it. They expect it. 
And that's what's kind of cool about this thing right now is because there's a culture here in the Astros clubhouse. They're confident, they have fun, but they're also very talented and they know how to win. So that's the way things are gonna end tonight. American League West champion, Houston Astros 2018. Back-to-back -back years, more than 100 wins. And it's back to you guys. All right, thanks, Steve. Very well said, and a great job down in the Astros clubhouse covering the, the celebration at the Astros American League West Championship. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That ball is gone! Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. And you can kiss it goodbye! This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.